Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. I just adopted a new best friend, and I'm looking for a Toyota so we can make the most out of summer. With a new RAV4, you can take your pup for a drive up the coast. You can take a Prius to the park. Or you can take a Tundra to kayak at a remote lake. One problem, Jan. Oh? My new best friend's a cat. Your summer starts here, but it all ends June 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Dealer inventory may vary, so you're participating Toyota dealer for details. Visit your front-range Toyota stores today. Toyota, let's go places. So guys, going to the dentist, it's not something I'm usually looking forward to doing. I'm usually dreading going to the dentist, but I gotta say, honestly, the folks over at Green Mountain Dental Group make it such an enjoyable experience. I'm not going to say I'm looking forward to going to the dentist when I go to Green Mountain Dental Group, but I'm definitely not dreading it. Green Mountain Dental Group, full of great people, great dentists who know absolutely what they're doing. They also care about your experience. They will call you after you go in for a cleaning or to get a cavity filled and ask you how your experience was. That's how much they care. They will also give you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam. An awesome top of the line electric toothbrush that's gonna last you a long time and maybe keep you from going to the dentist a lot down the line. So check them out today, located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver, Green Mountain Dental Group. So I dropped, I dropped this uh, little factoid on Locked On Nuggets last night, but Hartenstein, I believe, is German for hard rock. So I think we should start calling him hard rock. Hard rock. Right. I, I, I told you I'm going to call him the heart of the team. Isaiah hard rock. Hard, hard <laughs> Isaiah hard rock. It's cooler than Hartenstein. Welcome in, everybody, to the DNBA Nuggets podcast. Air horn. Air horn. All right, I'll carry the air horns here. It gets hard after a while. It man, does get know? hard after a while. I'm your host, Adam Mattis from DNVR, and I'm joined by three stooges. Seated over here to my right, at least for me, it's to the right. It's D-Line Co. You know him as, as D-Line Co. Uh, what? Stooge? What the hell, man? Come on. Is somebody we making fun of you? I thought we were going to have like a nice uh, intro to this show. Well, you are. You call them a stooge. Look at, yeah. look at this. My German <laughs> is very good. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm very multilingual. People don't know this about me. Um, ooh, the Fruity Nuggets in the house. I'm also well, joined well. by Brendan Vogt. What's cracking, fellas? How's everyone feeling? I'm ready to go. Eric I doesn't see me. You guys see six out of down. ten. I, take I mean, I, you know, I, I thought we were going to have a nicer beginning. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then usually the one they call the handsome one, but today he's just the blurry one. It's Harrison nice. Wind. What? I'm still blurry? Jeez, man. <laughs> your camera can't handle your beauty. That's, it's it's I, revolting. I, we were talking about like, what, a, what, a, what an absolute shame it is that uh, of all of us to be blurry. And Harrison? That's so I mean, true. Blur out. It's a waste. Own, I know. Blurry, right? please. Or like the lights go out or something. Uh, today's episode of the show, guys, we're day two of training camp for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, and that means we spoke to Tim Conley, Isaiah Hartenstein, Stein, Steen, Stein, I think. And Stein. Stein, Hartenstein. And we did not speak to Greg Whittington. For whatever reason, there was a mishap of some some sort, and he was unable to speak to the media. He was planned to, but he did not. So we're going to do that. And then maybe later in the show, I don't know, guys, maybe we're going to see what's happening online these days. I don't know if we're going to have enough time. Uh, we'll, do we have to? We'll we, we don't necessarily have to. But we're going to start today's show by talking about Christmas, because the Denver Nuggets for the second year in a row are going to be on our televisions 
for real this time, not just on like the the you know not Comcast cable company. They're going to be on real full on cable package for Christmas playing against the Los Angeles Clippers. So airhorn here because there it is. That is an airhorn. Here's my first question: Are the Denver Nuggets now being on television for the second year in a row? Are they officially in the club? Whoa! Oh, wow. I think. I think they are. I'm telling you, like the, the Nuggets aren't a team that's always on Christmas. Now they get two years in a row. Jamal Murray's ascension. I'm wondering there. <laughs> there goes guy with the sip. I'm wondering if this means that the Nuggets have made it over that hump, and now the NBA is like, you know who they are? A marquee team. What do you think? Vote. Yeah, I mean, you probably need one more strong playoff run, right, to really solidify that spot. But if you remember, the Nuggets got waxed on that Christmas game last year. <laughs> And I was thinking at the time, there's no way they give them another Christmas game. But then you have a second 3-1 comeback. You have that Clippers series. The Nuggets proved that, you know, at the highest level, they can be must-see TV. So they've earned that matchup. Still think they've got another year or two to sort of, like, earn the perennial status that those other teams have, though. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Uh, I mean, I think it sort of is <clears throat> goes along with how you perform in the playoffs the year before, right? Like, it, Kind it, of, it, yeah. It, it, to me, I mean, like, they're just trying to create matchups that are interesting to watch. And so the fact that the Nuggets uh, went to seven games with the Clippers and yeah. there's a lot of like unre- unresolved uh, animosity coming from that side, like that makes for an interesting game. So as long as there's like an interesting narrative, like, yeah, of course. And oh, so you think narrative. this is a rivalry game? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I think it absolutely, I mean, rivalry in the sense that it's like the general uh, consumer would be like, oh yeah, I remember that was like really good last year. I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll check that out. What do you think, Wind? Well, I'm kind of with Eric in the sense that I doubt the league really wants to put the Nuggets in a Christmas Day game. I feel like they're just like, oh, Denver made the Western Conference Finals. I guess they got to play on Christmas. Oh, they played the Clippers in the uh, second it round. Was it, it was a good oh. series. All right, let's set them, let's match them up against the Clippers. Yeah. Dude, I, I feel I like it's a lot of that. I hope their earned jersey like had like misspells their name or something. <laughs> they they do definitely deserve to play on Christmas, though. They no are question. definitely one of the most watchable teams in the league. They've been right. one of the best teams in the league over the last couple of years. They are very deserving, more than deserving, uh, of a Christmas Day game. And I think they finally got name recognition. I mean, to me, Jokic had elevated this team to being one of the you know premier teams, seven, eight best team, you know, somewhere in there. But it wasn't until Murray and him being the guy that's like, oh, that's the one the kids are going to love. That's the now people can right. tune in. They want to watch Jokic. They want to watch Murray, and then MPJ just becomes icing on the cake. So I do think the Nuggets are in the club. They're good. They're probably knock on wood going to be good for quite a while. And fi- and now they have the star power to match it. But here's the thing. You're right about the NBA and who they want to put on TV. They have to put the Clippers because I think the more natural team to put Denver up against would have been the Utah Jazz. But totally. let's be honest, man. When the NBA puts say. these things together, like Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Denver, Utah, Portland, they're all like you we, You pick one. Only one right. of you can rise. And that's the nice thing about it is Denver has risen and they are they I, are that team. I was very surprised to see that the Clippers weren't playing the Lakers and that we weren't playing. Uh, so they're playing the Lakers <laughs> on opening or, night. Right. Uh, did you see still, that two nights before? Wow. Even still, though. Three like, nights before. The Jamal yeah. point's really good, though, because I think like basketball fans would agree that Jokic is must-see TV, but you can't run like 14 Jokic packages on TNT commercial right. breaks, and they were very eager to do that with Jamal. He's accessible in that way. And so like th- they're visible in the ways that the networks feel comfortable with as well. 
Yeah. I can't believe this. I, I see a comment here. You're not watching Jazz Nuggets on Christmas Day. That would have been a great game. I think, I mean, you, you got the. You're having an avatar, Levi. And, and the Jokic, Jokic Gobert matches up perfectly. And then you've got uh, Mitchell Murray matches up perfectly. So you get the, like, key guys. Jordan Clarkson, Michael ahead. Porter Jr., nice matchup. Uh, yeah. Nonetheless, I'm not going to complain. Uh, and I also love that Denver got the ga- the late game because, yeah. that, first of all, would have effed up my whole Christmas if I had to be like at 11 o'clock down at the DNVR bar like on Christmas. Tell my wife, sorry, honey, not this year, kids. Where are you going you know, on Santa. Christmas Day? Oh, a bar. A bar, <laughs> yeah. But the nightcap, yeah, the nightcap, nightcap game, are you yeah. kidding? That means I get to have Perfect. the full Christmas experience and then at night go over to the DNVR bar, which will be closed, but we'll be get to be there. It'll be an empty bar for us to drink some eggnog and, uh, you know, Holy it'll be, it'll be fun. I didn't even consider that. All I thought about was <clears throat> last year that I put on Twitter that, that where I convinced my entire family to watch the – got to watch the Nuggets. They're good. You've been hearing me say oh, this yeah. for years. They're a fun team to watch. That Nikola Jokic is something special. And then they played that game, and I was like, "Jokic was not special." I was like, I'm a, "I'm a big stupid idiot. And everything, all my opinions are wrong, and you shouldn't listen to anything I say ever again." So I'm happy that that like is not in play anymore. Or I have to convince. You think to that's stop. not in play? Well, I, I won't be I with my family. Say. Like with that, like. Oh. <laughs> so we have the only difference. We have like, a joke the, the that are totally play an egg, but I just won't be with my family convincing them to put down their puzzle to watch right. the game. <laughs> puzzle. That is, we really painted a night. That was a great detail. <laughs> Puzzles are puzzle. back in. Yeah, the yeah, Christmas puzzle. Uh, that's so funny. Uh, we have a joke though that Jokic doesn't care about Christmas. He cares about Orthodox Christmas, which is until January seventh. <laughs> Serbian Orthodox. So, uh, I. I Jokic did kind of lay an egg, and not just him. The whole Nuggets laid an egg last year on Christmas. I hope that this is the year they really go we, for it. What if we like buy him Christmas gifts <laughs> Probably so not. it becomes meaningful to him? Like we'll buy him uh, like a horse or something. Or <laughs> yeah. City of Denver chips. <laughs> the Winners yeah. Lounge. I'll tell you what. The Christmas Winners Lounge. Though we've never had a Christmas Winners Lounge. That's so right. It could be a real all timer. So could be awkward mistletoe. for Harrison. So much mistletoe with the four of us. Locking. Can we pull up? Do I'll we have that graphic? Through. <laughs> do, we, do we have the graphic here? I think I have it on my account here. Let me pull it up because I want to look at the other Christmas Day games. Um, let me see if I can StreamYard share screen here. Oh, boy. I know. That's a, that's uh, a Pelicans. Okay. <laughs> all right. So here, yeah, well, here's all of them. I got, them. I got them pulled up here now, I think. Can you see them? Yeah, you can see everything. Yeah. So we've got the opening night games, Brooklyn versus Golden State. Like, okay, you get the KD versus the old team thing. Like, I'm I'm honestly tired of it, but whatever. It's the first game of the year I'll watch. I'll be excited. <laughs> it literally has right, never right. happened before. You're already tired of it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, well, I'm, I'm what I'm tired of is the, like, superstar changes teams, now goes against former team. Like, I'm just Oh, you got I'm, it, dude. You're already tired of it? You're going to be. <laughs> no, I know. It's the next, the next 30 years for, are going to be rough for me. Are you um, ready for the NBA? Like, yeah. Then you got Lakers, Clippers. Like, okay. Um. You know that's a that's a fun one. It's a good opening. That gives every that feeds the masses. ESPN loves it. Um, and then you go to the next day. All right, Milwaukee versus Boston. That's a great game. This is what I love though. Maybe the NBA is learning something. Maybe it's just Chris Paul. Maybe it's just Luka Doncic. This Dallas Phoenix game. That's an A plus game. Yep. And I don't know that this game would have happened like three years ago as like an opening week game because that's two up and coming small market teams. Great game hype. Great offensive engines in Chris Paul and, and Luka Doncic. I'm all in. I love that game. Dude, the, the late East Coast games are so fun. At some point, you fall asleep on your couch, and then you wake up, and the West Coast game is like uh, in the second yeah. quarter, and you're like, oh, yeah. this is a hat. Yeah. You just What's ride it out with some eggnog. It's, it, it's, it's like movie. going from watching a Boston-Toronto game last year to a Houston 
Dallas game. It's almost like a whole different sport sometimes, man. Like, uh, the West is just played at just such a ridiculous pace and level sometimes compared to the East. Yeah. Did somebody just comment some football stuff in here? What's going on, Fruity Nugs? Get out of here with that stuff. <laughs> You're my guy, but get, get out of here with this stuff. And then, yeah, the Christmas Day slate. You know, Frog I mean. Podcast. <laughs> All right, well, thanks. We'll pass, um, it on. we'll pass it on. Don't worry. Zion Williamson is just going to be on Christmas every day that he's in the league. He's like LeBron now. He's just he, he's that big of a draw. It's funny because he, should, he, like, he, he too, was not there last year. Yeah, he should actually just dye his uh, beard white. And he's already sort of like, <laughs> wow. he's already like kind of holly jolly. He's a little overweight. Was that a fat joke? Wow. Okay, Eric. Yeah. Um, and, go ahead. I don't know how to, is it Flow Cyber or Flow Cyber? Sorry if I'm getting this wrong, brother. But he points out kind of looks like the Rockets are out of this. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's that's exactly Ad, it. Adam Silver knows something that we don't. Apparently, no. Well, I don't I even think, think we all that. know it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't think it's that. I think the Rockets are. Out the club, the club, baby. Oh. They're out the club. They You oh. only get no to be in the club the for so long, and they are no. out of here. Uh, you get uh, Golden State and Milwaukee. That's a fun one, although the nar- – like ESPN that, that's, just, the, that's the tamper fest right That's there. the tamper fest. It's just ESPN being – like allowing themselves to be able to be like, uh, uh, is Giannis going to Golden State? Like let's talk about this for three days leading up to Christmas. Ruin everyone's Christmas. Then we get Brooklyn and uh, the Celtics. That's another good one. You get the Mavs again with the Lakers. Do you remember last year the Mavs-Lakers games were like – Every single one was a classic, so that'll be a that'll be a good Christmas one. And then, of course, the Feast de Resistance, the uh, Nuggets and the Clippers. So I think oh, it's I actually get... a good game too. Like the Pelicans game was a bit of a stretch the whole way, uh, even yeah, before yeah. we knew about the Zion stuff. This one should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Except, for the, the, except for they beat the living hell out of us. That was well. No, I'm just saying, like, even <laughs> from like a like, what's the matchup here? Like, this is fun. Like, there wasn't much to sink your teeth into. With you know what? Uh, you know what comment I uh, want to. Zone in on is uh, Edgar asks, "Will there be Christmas Day Nuggets jerseys? There probably will be. Well, they do get that first fifth probably jersey, right? Not. They didn't last year. Yeah, they uh, they stopped doing the Christmas jerseys, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. think they do. Yeah, but they do get a fifth jersey allegedly. So there is at least one. We're hoping it's a Maxi Minor. At least Eric is hoping that. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm curious. Ooh, actually, are they going to wear their like their orange Sherbert jersey on the? Uh, Christmas, they probably will, huh? Probably, yeah. Probably. That'll probably be the Christmas. Well, the Nuggets are going to wear the red, probably. That's what I'm saying. The shirt, flat iron red, flat the iron Clippers, shirt. The Clippers are going to wear probably that like white one with the script that they love for some reason. Oh, I hate that one. It's Saints Black Row Three, though. Saints Row yeah, Three, the San Andreas uh, jerseys. <laughs> okay, so let's move on now because today was um, the second day of media availability. So to set the stage here, guys, the Nuggets right now are in a weird. We keep calling it training camp, but it's not really training camp. It's like pre-training camp because they get together on Sunday. The whole team can start to come together and work out as a group. But right now they all are working out individually. One coach, one player on one end of the court, one coach, one player on the other end. I can't imagine these are fruitful ex- like workouts. Like, What do you work out with a coach? Maybe it's just a chance for coaches to evaluate where guys are at probably and I, I think it's just that kind of stuff. So, sadly, I'd love to be filling you in with what we're hearing from camp and this or that, but what we're hearing isn't all that exciting at the moment because it's really just kind of a – it's like orientation, uh, I would say. But we did talk to Tim Conley today, and he did have a couple big things to say. Before we get into some of the details, though, Wind, what was your overarching take about what Tim Conley uh, – from that you took away from his presser? Um – my favorite thing that Tim Conley had to say was what he said about Faku Kampatso. Uh, mm. He said that 
Denver's kind of shifted this offseason, and they're looking – I don't know how big of a shift this is, but these seem like things they've always targeted. But they're looking for big-time IQ guys, which yes, is something they've always targeted. But they're also looking for big-time toughness. Yeah. And what Tim had to say about Faku Kampazzo is that he checks off both those boxes. Well, uh we actually have this clip, so why don't we play the clip for yeah. you? Because producer Guy Guy has uh, has cut it for us. So go ahead and roll that beautiful footage here. Tim, uh, it, it seems to me that your, your most surprising signing uh, this season oh, was Chris point Marlo. guard Vasu Compazzo. Uh, how long was he on your radar? And Great delivery on this what did, what did you see bringing him into this mix? A lot of people said, well, why bring in another point guard? Why did you do it? Well, he's long been on our radar. Actually, one of our scouts, Marty Post, has played with him in Morcia several years ago. He's probably the, the, the best or top two point guards in New York for the last three or four years. Uh, decorated internationally, both with Real Madrid and his Argentine national team. Uh, you know, it, it's we've kind of shifted a bit. And, you, you know, you have to check every box positionally. But we really are looking for guys with, with big-time IQ and big-time toughness. And I think Facundo Ofaku. Um, you'd be hard-pressed to find a guy that has more in, in those two areas. You won't find a tougher guy, and he's an un unbelievably bright guy both on and off the court. So uh, we think the more good players, the better. We think the more depth, the better. You know, we, we've, uh, we've long kind of valued his intensity and his ability to make, make players better. So he, he's a guy we've talked to in the past. Um, I think this, this summer he was a pretty coveted guy by a lot of teams. We just felt like it was kind of now or never, both for for Faku and for the Nuggets. So, so there it is. Um, just what you were saying. I actually, in the Tim Conley era, we would say that they really value like character guys, right? Like guys that are there to work, which I know every team does. But I think Denver, the way you would put it, is they kind of cross guys off the list. Like, man, he'd be perfect for us for this, this, and this reason, but he doesn't fit the culture. Denver's really emphasized that. I do feel like they are segueing though into smart they you know smarter players and and that mental toughness and that resolve too because that's become a defining trait for them well that's just something you need if you're playing high level basketball in the conference finals or even in the finals which denver hopes to be in soon you need high iq players i mean just think about all the players who were on the floor for the lakers last year in the finals rajon rondo yep. lebron and anthony davis obviously danny green <laughs> okay not, well, not well, kyle well, kuzma <laughs> yeah he Al wasn't playing actually it's true, um, it's true alex it's true, caruso caruso super smart player iq super smart. players who just know where to be who know where the ball needs to go in those defining moments Campazzo fits those boxes i love what tim had to say right there you won't find a tougher guy than Compazzo. So I didn't know this, but from poking around, apparently this is a big part of Compazzo's reputation is he is extremely fiery, like almost short tempered, but obsessive, uh, you know, an obsessive competitor. So I didn't know that about him. Intense and expressive, right? And I think there's maybe a lot of intensity in that locker room, but not so much expression. So it'll be fun to, I think, get a guy who both on the court and in the locker room will kind of tell um, folks what he's feeling. Yeah. Um, with regards to that last point, I think it sort of reflects the stages in team building. Denver was rebuilding from the ground up and trying to do away with a toxic culture. So they identified uh, culture guys, but yeah. they're they're far beyond that now. They're in the try to win a title stage. And I even felt in that last run that went so well, there were times where like, to me, Denver had the talent of one of the four best teams 
but they were not one of the four most composed, I thought. Like, there were times yeah, yeah. where some of the IQ stuff was lacking. So it's the next step, I think. They're past the culture thing. Now they need winners. Is our comment section better than us? Like, <laughs> I love, first of all, long boys, yeah, we've long off, established yes. that this is what it is. But I like that we now have mini lads. <laughs> mini lads. <laughs> this this comment from lads. Al Mango, Nuggets going to play a game starting the long boys and then sub I'm them s- out for the mini lads. <laughs> That's it. I'm in. The mini lads. I can't even for- tell you how mad I am at uh, Get the Memo here, which I was, I've been waiting to say a joke for 10 minutes and he spoiled it. I was just going to say, like, I, the greatest thing is that I just cannot wait to scream, fuck who, at um, opposing fan bases in our in, at ball raiders and walk around and be like, fuck you! As I walk out, it's going to be great. I'm going to do it. That, that was an okay joke. Three fuck you! <laughs> you don't uh, fuck you, Adam. Who, what is the mini lads lineup, though, if we are, if we are uh, going so Monte, Monte? It's definitely Monte. Faku and Monte. Faku and Monte. Monte. The magician. I think the mayor you gotta, and the magician. You slide, slide Gary to the three. <laughs> you got you got to slide Gary to the three. Jamaica. Maybe you get... Could Barton play a little four? A well, yeah, we've got, we've got Millsap at five. Millsap at the five. Oh, yeah. Millsap, Millsap at the five. Millsap and Jamichael up front. <laughs> it's really dad and the mini lads. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a That'll be a fun lineup. Okay, what else was a takeaway, Harrison? Uh, I asked him, Conley, about Will Barton. Pretty much said that uh, he's feeling good. And I think what's happening with the Nuggets is a lot of the veteran guys are going to get into the building tomorrow. And later this week. So I think we're hearing from Jamal Murray and Nico Jokic tomorrow. Yes, and very excited. So, some more of the veterans uh, later on this week and into next week. So we'll get a better idea of Barton's status. But uh, Tim Conley said Joker he's got good. got a little four-pack. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Barton seems like he's, he's in a good place mentally, like Michael Malone said uh, yesterday. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. What about you, Vote? What did you think? Uh, what, what was your other takeaway? Yeah, I mean, that that was definitely it. The other thing was, I don't want to reopen this can too much, but he sort of kind of confirmed that they were expecting Jeremy Grant right. to yep. come back. That was the yep. plan. And, and so yep. I think there's a realistic, some people are going to call it spin. I think it's really just sort of our take, right? Which is they can, they can recover from this. Um, but it's a loss to have identified a guy, traded a pick for him, be pretty sure he was coming back, and then he doesn't. Yeah, um, I think that you put that in an interesting way because I the way I would put it, I don't think Tim shied away from the fact that plan A was to bring back Jeremy Grant and that didn't happen. So like, right, right. he even had lines in there that was like, this wasn't anything we planned or something like that for this offseason. But what I like about it is in years past, you can tell the spin is coming like, oh, okay, yeah, this is what you wanted. You really wanted Tyler Lydon, right? Yeah, okay. But you could tell like when that spin's coming. I feel like the Nuggets are almost comfortable enough and with how things have shook out that they're like, yeah, this wasn't what we wanted, but we feel yeah. like it's a really good plan Definitely. anyway. Like, you know, like, totally. so they're not like running from, I, this is my read on things. It doesn't feel like they're running from well, where also, the Nuggets are. The, I mean, Great. there's something to the fact that their plan A collapsed on them. It gets something they were planning on and they were able to recover so quickly. Like that, that says that they right, are right. doing their work. They're not just, uh, you know, like go coasting off of this idea that they've made it and, you know, all of the things we want to believe about the Nuggets. Like they're prepared. You know, well, they, they, they had, uh, they had um, the green people on the line, like right away. So. Right, and there's an infamous sort of plan B mistake, right, in, in Tyler Lydon is a different sort of scenario in draft night, but that really feels like at the time and even in hindsight, maybe a panic move. Jermichael Green, the opposite, a very measured response right. uh, to, to the green, the 
the grant decision. Take another break because on the other side, there's another thing Tim Conley said in here that we've been talking about a lot. The season comes down to one player. His name? Michael Porter Jr. (laughs) So we're going to talk about that on the other side. Uh, We got a new uh, Breck brew from uh, our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. The Juice Drop. Have you guys had the Juice Drop yet? Have you guys tasted the the Juice juice Drop? No. I haven't had it either. Apparently, it's fire, though, which not too surprising if you've had the selection from Breck Brew before. I'm reading this from uh, Breck Brew's website. Soft, lush, and intensely juicy. Our hazy IPA is bursting with hoppy aroma and flavor. Okay. So that's right. Now, now, seems, now I'm seems like a good option to me. Seems now like I'm remembering we were using that to describe uh, Hank here at the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make sure to check out the juice drop uh, from Breck Brew, available at the farmhouse, the DNBR bar, uh, local liquor stores. Uh, so check it out today. Uh, Also, the gyms may not be full, but there's definitely no shortage of madness this college basketball season. For us fans, the college basketball powers that be have gifted us with a top-tier matchup between two absolute powerhouses this weekend, Gonzaga and Baylor going toe-to-toe for what could be the nation's top ranking. DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app is bringing you closer to the action with these can't-miss offers. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all college basketball fans who sign up now the chance to win $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win this Clash of the Titans. Plus, you'll get a deposit bonus of $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. But you've got to use promo code DNVR when you sign up for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when betting on either Gonzaga or Baylor to win. Bet 100 or bet $1, sorry, to win $100. Use promo code DNVR during sign up. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. DraftKings, by the way, this weekend had a deal so good you literally couldn't help but make $50. That's was how the deal was. Was that last night? Were you talking about the, that was, the hedge? The hedge, yeah. There was like a perfect little odds boost. You, you Yo, bet on this, both this sides. Is why you need to watch, this is why you need to watch uh, DNVR Bets Daily. Uh, yeah, RK and uh, Andre, man, the Andre, professor. The professor let us in because there was a Sorry. promo to bet on Kentucky, but you could then, uh, so their odds were boosted. So you put the max bet of $50 on them to win $150. Anyway, you, then you bet the other side for Kansas to win. And in the end, it all shook out. You won $40 regardless. Yeah, it was awesome. The same Andre was just handing up cash money in our draft show. So make sure you're <laughs> He's like eight for guys. eight that night on the draft show. Like Ridiculous. A, a huge win. Um, all right, guy, we have another clip here about MPJ. And I'm oh, to set the table real quick. We have long said since Jeremy Grant left, the very night he left, how now the season comes down to one player above all else, and that's Michael Porter. The Nuggets, in many ways, we've wanted them to sort of like – you know, play him more, this or that. They're in a position now where so much, in my opinion, is riding on him. So happens that Tim Conley shares that opinion. Let's go to that clip, guy. Tim, can you hear me? I can. Of course, I can see you as well. Okay. <laughs> I love how got the question to me that Shots the most fired. surprising signing uh, this season was point guard Fasu Composo. Wait, this is the same How video? Was the... he on your radar? <laughs> uh, producer guy, guy. Producer guy, guy, did you not get it? Oh, no. 
Hop, throw, hey, hop in here. Hop in here. Just give me a second. Just give you a few minutes. Should we talk about something else? Yeah, yeah. Just stall. He's you know what we're like, going to oh, talk about? You know what we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about you, oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, no bad. I'm just going to flame you until you get this. Maybe I'll just read your Twitter handle so people know where to send this. Yeah, maybe I'll get some new followers. <laughs> I know Jeff, Jeff's tuning in. He's like, "Oh, here I go with my question." Boom! Immediate pivot to nope. We're not getting there. Uh, all right. Well, we get to, while while producer guy guy is pulling those up. Let's talk about Isaiah Hartenstein because he was, uh, you know, he got to speak today as well. Number one takeaway: I'm going to go first. Extremely deep voice. Very deep voice. Very deep vo- Jarringly deep voice. Uh, Classic so. big man voice. Uh, yeah, Tom oh. Welsh. He's got a Tom Welsh uh, to him. So uh, I can't I, wait I, to hear it. It's going to be underwhelming, I think. Um, all right, Harrison, what, what was it you took away? My biggest takeaway, so Isaiah Hartenstein, 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 <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Um, he was in Houston last season. He was actually a part of the rotation, playing pretty well in December and early January. And then when the trade deadline hit, the Rockets went to micro ball. They traded Clint Capella. They pretty much made it illegal to play anybody over six foot seven. So... He didn't have a place. Um, and it seemed like that kind of pissed him off because he was playing really well and he just didn't really get a chance to play after that. He thinks he's got a lot more to show to his game. He, he, he thinks he's just yeah. got a lot more in himself than he has been able to put on display. And, and he thinks Denver's the exact right situation that is kind of going to maximize his skill set. Playing behind Nikola Jokic, not being just a guy who sets screens for James Harden like he did in Houston last year, uh, being a guy who's involved in the offense, it, it seems like he's a big believer that Denver's going to be the right system for him, and he's got a lot more to show. And I, I like that he identified himself as a nugget. He compared himself to the other guys in the locker room who maybe have been overlooked in the past or probably have more talent than their their prospect profiles ever suggested. So there is a little bit of the, oh, okay, he fits into kind of vibe from Isaiah. Um, yeah. So that was my, my impression. He didn't hesitate to throw a few barbs at, at Houston either. So we now have Jamichael Green coming to Denver and being like, yeah, those guys weren't nearly as tough enough, whatever, play as a team. Uh, and then you got Hartenstein over here, and he kind of made the joke about micro ball. Isn't that the phrase he used, micro yeah. ball? Yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't. Not many lads. Yeah, not many lads. But I didn't get a chance to play in large part because of microball. We probably won't happen this year. It was a little bit of a shot at your former, you know, your former team or whatever. But nonetheless, it's like we talked about this a little bit yesterday. You one of the nice things about having seven new members on the team, even if none of them look to be in the top five or six players, but they look to be right after that. One of the nice things is you just get guys that are like happy to be there because they came from somewhere that it couldn't be worse, right? And I think for Michael Green, we know that's true. And we know, and I think for Isaiah Hartenstein or Hard mm-hmm. Rock, as we're calling him, I think for Hard Rock, he's like, hey, this is a chance to actually play regular basketball. Imagine like working your whole life at basketball and then getting to the Rockets and then being like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. This is how we play basketball? You can kind of hear it in his answer. People were, were asking him, like, you know, what are some of those things you want to showcase? And it's he was like this close from just saying, like, basketball like i'm excited yeah. to play regular basketball, basketball is a great yeah. way to put it maybe regular pass the ball basketball. shoot a couple of times we'll see yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, need a, I need a follow-up to this comment here that uh my voice doesn't match my face in what way i think I it matches your face perfectly <laughs> i think so too you have the exact face for your voice i do oh, I, well, yeah <laughs> did the I comment think, if you guys don't know you got to watch this on youtube and hop in the comments because the yeah. comment section is Dude, honestly comments like are, as good as the show the comments are 
killing you. They're, they're like, like, like I can really focus. They're like, I can't address when we were talking about the deep voice, uh, Chauncey Trillips jumped in here and says that it sounds like wind when his mic <laughs> malfunctions. That's what hurts too much. I know, I can't handle this. Like, I, I, feel like yeah. I, I won't even know. <laughs> I feel like I won't know anything about uh, Isaiah Hartenstein going into the season because I'm being distracted by these comments. That's right, guys. Oh, I'm God. short. Get him out now. Get those, get those jokes out now. Oh, God. This is too funny. Uh, uh, okay. You want to play? Are we ready to go back, guys, at your show? Right, now? We okay, better go back go to Hartenstein after Jeremy, this. You lost Tori. Um, so, so what if, how comfortable are you with the depth that you have at the three uh, going into this season? And how much is that contingent on uh, Michael Porter Jr. taking another step forward? Him taking another step forward is going to be huge. Regardless of position, I think we saw flashes of it last year. I think it's what he did in the playoffs is extremely impressive relative to his lack of experience. He still hasn't played 82 games. Um, so I think um, the most success we've had generally is some of these young guys taking big steps. We saw it last year uh, with Jamal in the playoffs. Certainly we've seen Nicola's steady but rapid ascent. Um, so we're going to need Michael to take the next step. I think that's a poorly kept secret. You know, we had, I think we have a versatile roster. We lost some really good guys that position and even better people, uh, which was far from optimal. But uh, we think the flexibility of our roster will allow for a lot of creativity. And again, um, Mo, I thought was masterful in the bubble, uh, using guys all over the court and not being restricted to traditional positions. So first of all, Tim Conley, he does this one a lot where he talks about they're good players, but even better people. And this one, he yeah, yeah. kind of changed it in a way that if you think about it logically, it's an insult. He said they're good players, but more importantly, they're, they're even better people. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so they're, they're clearly not one of the top 300 people on earth. So they're not – that says more about how bad of they are players. I'm kidding, of course. Um, but no, but there it is. This is, this is why I think this season – this is why for me – You guys are of, discovering that some people actually pronounce – forward a little differently out there <laughs> <laughs> there's more than one right. way to pronounce it actually <laughs> but i, I want to get this point out about michael porter um so the thing is this season really is uh, j it's just so much about him and this is why malone coming out the other day being like i don't know if he's gonna start or not harrison he had a great tweet look maybe there is always a chance it's malone or whatever but to me i'm like not only is he gonna start i just feel like this all eyes are on him of course the other team like we know what you're gonna get out of so many of these other dudes but is Michael Porter that guy? We're just – I don't think it's going to be that long before we know the answer to that. Um, even if it's not fully actualized, we'll at least be like, okay, there's enough promising signs that this is going to be a work in progress or, God, this isn't going to work out, disaster, everything's going the wrong way. So, And Tim Conley seemed resigned to that as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when – go ahead. Go. Oh, I was just going to say, like, that's the track Denver has set themselves up on. Uh, you know, like, that is the most – uh, likely path to Denver really improving and really making the next step. It's Michael Porter Jr. And if it's not, they're going to kind of have to reset and, and reevaluate re some things and, and yeah. kind of just reassess uh, who that next piece could be between next to Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. Right now, uh, they're on the path that it's Michael Porter Jr. They hope that it's Michael Porter Jr. If it's not, it's kind of going to be a fork in the road. And it's to your to your guys' point, the kind of thing you you'd really like to know sooner rather than later. So, I don't even really think this is like a preference thing. I'd imagine to some extent, even Malone sees it this way. Right. It's just the natural next step in this team's development. Yeah. What does this kid have? 
Yeah. I, and uh, the, the thing is, we know what he has. He's shown us. Like, I know. That is the thing is it's not like we're, we're he could like, grow if he adds this piece. To it's like, more? no, the pieces he more? has work. Right. It's all about really? can he fit and like learn the system and like, yes, it's give, like RJ give Hampton, a, where it was like, right. oh man, he's got all of the physical tools, but he wasn't able to put it together when he was playing right. against grown men. It was like, no, he absolutely destroyed people in the <laughs> bubble last year, NBA yeah. players, no problem. And yeah. can he just transfer that to a day to day? Like, can he be consistent? He can, I, he can absolutely, like, he's going to be that guy, dude. It's, it's, it's absolutely. He, he can be that guy, but can he be that guy on the floor when he's on the floor at the same time as Nico Jokic and Jamal? That's the thing. We know Michael Porter Jr. has a rookie and even coming into this season as a sophomore, he's going to be able to be the fulcrum of an offensive unit against second units and on a second unit. Like not a lot of rookies or second year guys can do that. MPJ can do that, but this season, can he be that guy? Can he be absolutely as potent offensively next to Jokic and Murray? That's the question they've got to answer because the final form of this team is with all three of those guys on the floor at the same time. And if they want to beat the Lakers this year, all three of those guys have to be playing just really cohesively. It's so going to be funny. Next year we're going to be like, you know what? The final form of this team is RJ Hampton, <laughs> yeah. Jokic, and No, that's Murray. what is exciting about it. No, you're not wrong, though. This is one of the things that is exciting. It's like Jokic established himself first. We, before we were talking about Murray as a core member, we, he, he, we talked about him the way we talk about RJ Hampton, right? Like, it'd be cool if he panned out. But then Murray established himself clearly as that guy. Now it's like this is the year for MPJ. And then next year you get to be like, all right, Bull Bull, you're up. You know, hopefully Bull Bull plays a little this year, but I don't think anybody's expecting him to like solidify himself as like a foundational piece just yet. But that's what's fun about it. Then after that, you get RJ Hampton, Zeke Naji, whatever. So oh, um, I, I do love that aspect of, of the Nuggets. Did you have another Isaiah Hartenstein note uh, here, Harrison? Yeah. Um, okay. My other note is that it seemed like the secret's out across the league and the secret's kind of been out for a year or two. Denver is the place to go if you're a second rounder, if you're a guy who hasn't really been able to stick in a rotation. Denver is the place to go to establish yourself, to build up your rep, to get minutes, to find a role, and then to cash out your next contract. (laughs) Look, we've seen it time and time again, guys. Will Barton, Monte Morris, who's about to get a huge pay raise. Torrey Craig, like... These guys Torrey came Craig to Denver. Well, Tory Craig was playing in Australia. Now he's making oh, that's $3 true. million a year. Yeah. So if you don't really have a role in the NBA, it's been proven that if you come to Denver and just are a good soldier, practice hard, develop, be coachable, play your role, it's going to really pay off for you in the long run. And Isaiah Hartenstein is on a minimum deal. He's looking to make a lot more money. He identified Denver based on their track record for developing and identifying guys as a place he can go and really just grow his career. He he also sure talked like he was planning on playing this year. I mean, the way he said it was like they had a, a – not an opening. I don't know how he phrased it. but something about like there was an opportunity for me to actually play minutes. Well, because he was asked specifically about if he was monitoring the Mason Plumlee situation. Right, and, right, yeah. So, yeah, I think you're right, Adam. And he was also in line with his joke about microball – doesn't anticipate running into those issues here in Denver. So it sounds like he expects to play at least a little. Yeah, he's he's going to play for sure. Man, that yeah. like that whole thing started off as feeling like such a compliment. like, And then it turned into us just being a, a full stepping stone. 
Like, <laughs> like people are like, you come here to go to the, the, the next practice one, boyfriend right? or yeah, something totally. like that. <laughs> like, like, yeah, Extremely yeah. non-threatening. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Denver gives the best cuddles and then uh, you'll be the off in your cuddles. way and you'll get married. Um, another piece of news we can move on here, guys, and I think it's pertinent to the Nuggets because it's pertinent to the entire NBA. LeBron Ramon James just signed an extension that will keep him in Los Angeles with the Lakers all the way up until 2023. It should be noted that last year has a player option, so, I mean, I guess he could get out of it. But likely, the reason this is important, guys, the Lakers were really good last year. I think they're significantly better this year, although there is that ticking clock on LeBron that we just don't know about. But LeBron's not going anywhere. Denver, we've talked about their title window. Is it open? I don't think you can forecast more than two or three seasons. You know, I think after that, you just too many random things happen. But if you just look at Denver next two or three seasons, LeBron's going to be in Los Angeles, presumably with Anthony Davis. So we knew this. I think in the back of our minds, we all knew this is what was going to happen. But and in some ways, it's poetic. If Denver is ever going to get a championship, and I'm not sure that they ever will, but if they if they are during this iteration Stop of them, with that. Just it say. almost it almost certainly is going to have to go through my personal arch nemesis, the Los Angeles Lakers, and also through a guy who might be the greatest player of all time. So. I, again, not a surprise, but w- when you hear this, Eric, w- what's your first thought? I mean, I'm grossed out by it. I hate it. Like I, oh, that is gross. I, I this it takes me out of our protective little Nuggets bubble where we can talk about uh, how exciting Isaiah Hartenstein is, and into the rough waters of the real NBA where you're like, oh right, like we're you know we've created a a, a very seaworthy vessel here, but my like, can it really stand up to? everything that the Denver Nuggets are up against, up against inherently by just being the Denver goddamn Nuggets. Like, it, I don't know. I mean, like... The, it bums always, you. I can see we, you. Yeah, we, I mean, we always talk about this, like, how the how much we love the Nuggets but hate the NBA. Like, the, the, this is just... You hear news like that, you're like, man, I hate the NBA. Like, it, this sucks, dude. Like, yeah. you know what, though? I, I love the idea of them having to go through the Lakers, having to go through LeBron, and... Uh, like uh, people are going to hate this. I'm not actually trying to be annoying. I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan. And the, the two titles they've won that I saw, they, they weren't actually a good baseball team. Like they snuck into the playoffs and they got hot at the right time. And it was maybe if the matchups are right, they can get it. Forget all of that. I think Denver's ceiling with those three guys is the best team in the league one day. And, and maybe they get there, maybe they don't, but I like the idea of no, we're not backdoor. They're not backdooring their way into a title. If they do it, it's because they rise up and they're the best team in the league, and they go through the Lakers. <laughs> Dude, you need to, that might be a good shirt, like a little playoff shirt. Just you know, Yo, the Lakers. I'm going to excuse myself to make that right now. Harrison, yeah. it, it's it's got to be frustrating because I believe this is the first time LeBron signed an extension with his current team since his rookie deal in Cleveland. Like, yeah, he's always been right, on, like, yeah. the one-year deals or the one-plus-one yeah. deals. So, I mean, you know LeBron's going to be a Laker for a while. And you're going to have to go through him with the Nuggets. The thing I'll say, I'm going to pivot this to um, talking about the Lakers roster this year. I almost feel like the, they're a better matchup for the Nuggets this year than they were Harrison. last year. Um, if you look at them up front, like, Dwight Howard uh, – he bothered Jokic at times in that series, especially early on. And uh, I don't think Gasol is going to bother him the same way. And they just don't have that massive length 
inside that it feels like they had last year. And everybody over the summer was talking like, oh, the Nuggets need to get so much longer inside. They need to add all these bigs to contend with the Lakers' length. Like, I think if the Nuggets are going to get past the Lakers, they're going to do it their way. And it might just be by outscoring them, to be quite honest. I I agree with everything you said, Wind. And while I also think the Lakers will utilize Montrezl Harrell better, like just alongside LeBron and AD, like he'll be a more effective, impactful player. Still don't think that's a better like thing for the Nuggets matchup from the Lakers perspective. We all know, and the Clippers fans know, every second Harrell was out there guarding Jokic, it felt like a win. Different animal when AD out there as well. So I'm not saying now the Nuggets are the better team or anything like that. But specifically as it pertains to this matchup, I think there's a real argument to make that the Lakers will be a little less overwhelming. There's also just this idea of like sports as mythology, which I think they are. Like there's what happens. And there's some people that just like enjoy the like the harshest, most fact-based details of of how a game exists. But to me, I like that part too. Like the, the analytics of the game or trying to get to the right, you know, interpretation of how a play is designed or this or that. But you also like just the story that we tell each other and we tell ourselves and that the, mm-hmm. the sport is telling us that, um, you know, you take the creative liberties. And one of those for me is this. The Nuggets have made it to the Western Conference Finals a handful of times. They always match up against the Lakers. They always get beat. If they ever are going to make it over the hump, to me, there's just something poetic about it yep. having to be against that team and having to be against the best version of that team, which, in my opinion, is going to be the one that features LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and who knows whoever else. So while it sucks, it's not a surprise. And also, you know what? Bring it on. If it was yeah, ever going to have to happen some way, this was the way it was going to have to happen. The, the thing about the Lakers and LeBron James signing is it's, like, it's not even necessarily about how that team looks now. It's just that you know that the influx of free agents is not going to stop in Los Angeles. That's a good point. Yeah. Right. Exhausting. Right. Yeah. Um, let's take a break. On the other side, though, I don't know. Maybe we're going to open up the internet. I might just go, actually. But <laughs> The Cardinals game on? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys can subscribe to Strava Craft Coffee right now and save 20% with a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. I'm sure most of you out there, loyal listeners to this show, have used that first time offer from Strava. But now you can guys get you guys can get 20% off your subscription. It's your coffee every two, three, four, six, or eight weeks. 20% off any product you are subscribing to. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee is packed, absolutely packed, top to bottom with CBD. I'll have you honking like a goose. Today. Have you honking like a goose, baby? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you send a follow-up? Did uh, yeah. you figure out what that meant? Yeah, he didn't no. elaborate. <laughs> we don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. It just it is what it is. It, it is what it is. I think we need to make that the new punchline for them. That's a great honking that's a great like line. a goose. Get you honking uh, like a goose. I don't know if MSU Denver online will have you honking like a goose, but um, you can get smarter. You can continue your, edu- your education. Go back to college if you've already uh, started your college education. You can finish up your degree. MSU Denver Online is awesome for every type of student. They have great teachers who have been teaching online forever. Check out their entire course list, msudenver.edu backslash online. Perfect for any type of student. If you're full-time, if you're part-time and working a job on the side, they can accommodate you uh, whatever way you need. So check them out today. Oh, man. All right. So I thought... We don't have mail form corner, huh? I thought I was looking for the yeah. mail form corner yeah, graphics. What a, what a drag, because uh, I hear Jokic is looking skinny, and I just, uh, you know, oh, it was this perfect opportunity to go here. Four-pack skinny? What's the, yeah, maybe he's got a little four-pack. I don't know. Um, so I think the next thing we should... Uh, oh, 
God. Oh, what is that? Oh, oh. Producer guy, uh, can oh. you... <laughs> What is what? Nope, not the Star report. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> We're going online with D Line. Wow. Online with D Line. All the right. Baby me. Okay. Man. Wow. And vote is back. I I um I appreciate you taking Con- yourself contractually out of the... obligated. Eric. I want you to know. <laughs> oh, just to be here for online with D Line. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Um, guys. I don't know about you guys, but when I have a lot of when I have free time in my life, I like to spend a lot of it online. I like to see what's going on uh, around the, lo- <laughs> the internet, what's happening. And sometimes I like to bring the things that I find online to you. Okay, so all right, online. About- online. There you go. So the first okay. thing I found here online is. Um, so you know we were talking about Zach Levine potentially coming to Denver as a... Uh, like a year and a half ago, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. um, all the same. Uh, so here's the new... Uh, let's see here. you got to share my screen there, guy. I, I can't share my own screen. Right. <laughs> oh, I got you. Oh, go ahead. There it is. Okay, cool. Um, so we got a picture of Zach Levine wearing uh, the new uh, Chicago... Um, let this over with <laughs> Look at the look at this man's face. Have you ever seen a more miserable human being? Like, I don't know if he's is he more upset about the uh, abstract art behind him, the uh, Art Deco yeah. uh, New Jersey, the fact that he's on the Bulls. This is a miserable looking man. Poor Zach Levine, dude. We got to get him out of there. He's Strong. so bad for Zach Levine. He's making some good money. Strong leader. Just a picture yeah. of Zach Levine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm like, okay, this is uh, all right. We're off to a slow start. Let, is anything else happening online these days? Yeah, that's it. That's all that was happening <laughs> online. <laughs> all right, number two. So, guys, um, something else. Is going oh, yes. On these days. So, yes, we have encountered potentially the world's yeah. greatest or most coincidental license plate. We don't know what it <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this beauty. Look at this. So, L W L L W W. What what could that possibly signify? Oh wait a minute, loss win. Loss, a Nuggets loss. playoff series. Down win 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 baby. Win win win. We did it. Win. That's we my it. my my success rate on uh, Bumble. That's my success rate. On Bumble. <laughs> oh wow, nice work. What a flex. Don't you have no. a girlfriend? <laughs> Dude, this is the greatest license. This is a great license plate idea. Are you kidding me? This is probably my favorite. I don't like gimmicky license plates and they never can understand what they mean or this or that this is like the best of these i've ever seen in my life absolute dub <laughs> so it might just be their initials <laughs> that's on an audi q5 too do we think there's any chance this is somebody that works for the team oh man this is michael malone for sure oh. <laughs> this is definitely michael malone's ride <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's jamichael green so yeah. well, what else is, uh, <laughs> What else is uh, going on online these days, you guys? Let's find out. So, um, you know whose car we know it is not? Is our good friend Jamal Murray. How do we know it's not his car? Oh, because first off, we have to watch the- <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Well, you gotta go through that. <laughs> How do we know it's not his like car? That, bro. I'm it's- different like that. I don't, I don't see money like that. Money's just paper, though. Money is just paper, bro. Money is just paper. Listen, you just spent it like it was just paper. No, you want you want to no, no. Listen, <laughs> I'm in. I'm going into my fifth year yet. Okay. I don't even have a car. Wow. That's well, wait, so what you what you got a bike? What you doing? <laughs> what you got tomorrow? You got an electric bike? Scooter? You got a mountain bike? Actually, yeah, I do have two scooters, but uh, <laughs> I, 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 I get rid of those. Oh. <laughs> 
Did you guys catch that? <laughs> Scooter did, gang assemble. Uh, did, did you happen to catch how Jamal Murray, NBA superstar, prefers to get around the city of Denver with a personal electric scooter? I, I've never felt more kismic. It might be a manual. He didn't specify if it's electric or not. That's true. It could just be <laughs> so a razor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it is. Where's or your scooter? The, I can't believe you didn't pull your scooter in for the shot here. This is a real L on uh, Adam, I'm, uh, I'm nothing if not uh, if nothing if, if, if not a prepared. Anyway, um, what else is going online these days, guys? Shall we find out? So I don't know if you remember not that long ago the NBA drafts took place. And the Nuggets yeah. were able to draft a remember certain that. man named R.J. Hampton. So um, – we didn't really point like go into this, but um, every well, NBA player receives a locker with all of the hats oh, yeah. who he could be drafted by. Get that! Out of here. Did you happen to see that? Let's watch. So they they brought to R.J. Hampton the hat for that Milwaukee Bucks, uh, which he was not drafted by. Watch his dad at the upper left hand. Well, technically, he was. Well, there's the box. Hey, hey, do you want to wear this? Hell no. He didn't take it. Like, he threw it across the room in the opposite direction. It's incredible. I, I don't uh, know if it's a referendum on the. Uh, Bucks and their chances to sign Antetokounmpo. Well, the Bucks down. have not made a correct decision since that day, so <laughs> they've been yeah, just screwed true. up left and right since that moment. <laughs> All right, so, so uh, what else is going on online these days, guys? Okay. Should we find out? Let's so, um, I have apparently, <laughs> apparently, um, I, I'm sure we're going to get another Jokic and Murray on scooters. Yeah, I'd buy that shirt, too. There is a Jokic clone living in this world. Look at this. Wait, what? Not Nicole Look at this what? guy! Yeah! This is this? not Nikola Jokic. What is going on? Look at this. He, does, he moves on. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> this, this is not awesome. This is awesome. It looks just like him. you got to be kidding me. Look this at is this dude not, move. Look at this. Oh, oh my God. God. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, yes. Oh, oh my God. This is incredible, Dude, is it not? This is incredible. He looks just like him. Someone exactly. text him. Someone text him. <laughs> Who is this guy? Can we bring up some stats on this guy? Look at how he moves. Even that like wide little turn he has to do because he can't like turn on a dime. Oh it's my god. Yeah. Yeah. See? You didn't what know. What is what this guy's name, Eric? I can't believe you didn't know oh what was my. going on online. So I his name know. is um so I literally have finished on their list. Let's Jokic. see here. Uh, maybe the comments have it here. <laughs> nope. There, yeah. This, well, nope. They don't. Um, wow. That was. You know what? You actually brought me something good from here. So that's. Oh, uh, wow. I don't like the actually before that, but yes. I, um, and what else is going on? One more here. Somebody. Um, oh, go ahead. Somebody, please find out that dude's name. Yeah, that's what is that Sim, Sim, Simonovich. Marco. Marco Simonovich. I don't think. Uh, I don't think that's Marco Simonovich. Uh, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. The, Eric, you're supposed to be prepared when you do this show. All right, do you have I, one more for us? Do you want to send us out on not, like a hot, That's not a high right? note. Yeah, I not. remember Simonovic from the Serbia team. I don't think that's him. <laughs> so um, one last thing. So this is a time of year where dreams are made true and families come together. Not for me, guys. I came to a harsh reality where I'd known a long time. We'd all known a long time about the mythology of one – Magic City. Oh, wow. Yeah, this Magic is a good City, one. the most fabled this strip club in all the land. This blew my mind, too. This I remember Wynn tweeting about this a year ago. Just, this is Magic City. Changer. Look at this. This is like, this is, uh, we were joking, like, this is like 1,500 square feet. This is like, this is like Magic Condo. This it's like is an like old Arby's. A, 
what is going on here? Like, uh, and it's not like, uh, I mean, there's obviously there's cars in front to give us scale. Like, this is just a small establishment in the middle of what looks to be a warehouse district. Yeah, look at where it's located. My it's goodness, like man. Diner sized, too. Like, tiny diner sized. That's disappointing. <laughs> This it's is so honestly this is so disappointing because this is like the legendary, the most famous strip club in America. Like just, uh, you know, the hot spot was where you want to see and be seen. But it's got like a capacity of like seven people. Lou I think Williams we should, uh, yeah, we should circle back and be doubly this. disappointed in Lou Williams. Now. I was yeah, say. for real, man. I, mean, I, re- I really imagine this to be like Dave and Buster's a sprawling metropolis of, uh, you know, adult fun. And I got to say, I mean. I'm down with the intimate vibes, but I don't know, man. I just feel like another dream, another bur- bubble has been burst. Don't meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. Never meet your, Never heroes. Meet your heroes, including uh, Magic City. Strip well, clubs. another show in the books, guys. Another day into the season. We're now two days deep into the season. Uh, to the on season. The on season rolls on tomorrow. So I saw uh, our, our good friend, friend of the show, and our Serbian correspondent, Miroslav, the homie. Asking who was in to for tomorrow, which tells me Miroslav was not here at the start of the show, so uh, he only caught a portion of it. Shame on but you, buddy. I, for everybody listening who also would have missed it, I'm going to let you know tomorrow. The big fella, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, both talking to the media. Allegedly, you're not allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, so you're not going to want to miss tomorrow's show. I'm sure there's going to be lots and lots of good stuff to, to pull from. Also, the schedule will probably. Oh, when is the schedule coming? Michael Friday, Malone right? falsely reporting. Oh, yeah. My, Michael Malone thinks our job is so easy. He thinks it's so simple. And then here he goes dropping a report that's completely, uh, completely wrong. So who holds these guys accountable when they just report false information (laughs) like that? So anyway, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget, drop us a like. There's all these haters that should not all these. There's four, I think. Four haters. They show up on every show and just downvote. Dutifully, they show up. <laughs> Shouts to the haters. They have us on subscription. They tune in. Right yeah, they're subscribed. Yeah, they show, show up every single time. And down we love our haters. We, we love, love the haters. They fuel us, baby. But uh, counteract Fuck them by who? throwing us a, uh, a like. Throw us a subscription. Don't forget. 2 p.m. every day this week. 2 p.m. every day. The deuce. All right, we'll see everybody. <laughs> Make sure to sign up for this weekend's tourney on WGT World Golf Tour, the official gaming partner of DNVR. It's the Elf on the Shelf shootout at Pebble Beach, close to the whole challenge. We do them every weekend on WGT. Make sure to download the game WGT World Golf Tour and search for the DNVR 4 Country Club. You'll automatically be entered into that close to the whole tournament this weekend. You can take on me, Adam, Vote, D-Line, the entire DNVR community. And you can also win some cool prizes. Screenshot your scorecard and reply to us on Twitter to our pin tweet on the DNVR underscore sports account. That way you'll automatically be entered into the drawing there. Or you can email us your scorecard at info at the DNVR. Com. Make sure to download WGT World Golf Tour. Search for the DMVR4 Country Club.